0: Family from the Heart, podcast episode number 359. Welcome to another episode of the Family from the Heart. A podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family. A
1: family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie.
0: Hey, babe, how are you?
1: I'm good, how are you?
0: I'm wonderful, thank you. Awesome. We are back for another full on episode of Family from the Heart. Where were we last week?
1: (laughs) Spiraling out of control.
0: (laughs) Well, one of us was anyway. I was.
1: I was. Last week, um, so on Monday of last week, I got a phone call from um, my brother that um, his wife was um they had to take their new baby like right away. Her blood pressure like skyrocketed and they needed to go in and do their cesarean that was scheduled for next Monday. They had to do it straight away. And um, could I keep his two little kids, who are four and five?
0: <sighs> they, uh, who are yeah. pure energy.
1: Yeah. They, well, like I said, they're four and five. Yep. Um,
0: And it's been a while since we've had four and five year olds in our home. Well, not
1: that, not just four and five years. It's a long time since we've had a four and a five year old together in our home. Okay. Like, I mean, you can, honestly, you can say six years wasn't that long ago. Like, you know, McKenna was five, six years. That wasn't that long ago. But if you think it's been like 10 years since we had a four and a five year old together. Yep. That, I mean, that's a long time. So, um, The baby is, um, doing well. She, um, she was a few weeks early, so she was in the NICU. She was having some problems breathing. She, um, developed an infection. And, um, so she's still in the NICU on antibiotics, but she's doing well. But I had, we had, everybody, everybody in our house had, um, my niece and nephew for four days. Um, my brother picked them up Thursday evening and, um, I was exhausted Yeah, and my body paid the price for it over the next four to five days. And, um, and so that's where we were last week, which, and here's the thing. I said, let's record on, I think, was it on Friday? Yep. But I think the day just got away. We had other stuff going on and we just never made it happen. And, um.
0: And then you wanted to record over the weekend and and it was like. And
1: yeah, so it's just, there's a reason that we have set a day aside and set a time aside to um to do this. Yep. You know there there's a reason that we do it on Thursdays. It's because that is what our schedule tells us to do. So, oh, that's
0: And yep. I told you, I said, "Hey, why don't we just skip this week? We'll we'll do it next yeah. week." And you said, "Well, you know, the end of school's coming and yep. we should probably remind folks that we had said that when we relaunched again, you know, back in the fall, we said, hey, it's it, summer's over. We've got lots of things coming up and, and we're ready to commit to doing this again while school is in session. So our, over this over, over the summer break, which is coming up in just a couple of weeks.
1: Yeah. The kids have nine school days left.
0: Yeah. So when the kids. Well, are, and
1: McKenna has seven.
0: So when the kids are out of school, we are not going to continue recording this show on a weekly basis over okay. the summer. We will come here with some updates every now and, right. and then, uh, but we will return in the fall. So anyway, just which means we only have this week and next week. Yeah. So we only have this week and next week. So I just want to prepare on com- you guys
1: <laughs> on our committed weekly schedule. So I really did want to record last week. I knew you it did. just never fit into the schedule. And then my body went on shutdown and that's a, for a whole nother, a whole nother time. But, um. but it was, that was exhausting. Yeah, There's a reason that we had all of our children before I turned 30.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I would not want to do that stage now for anything. And the thing here's the, I'm healthier now than I was then. Yep. I'm in better shape now than I was then. But my body is now conditioned to care for teenagers and, and a preteen. You know, it's... Well, here's the deal. It's the constant questions. It's the never-ending energy. It's the, you know, can't handle being in the car for more than an hour at a time without having to stop and go to the bathroom. It was absolutely insane. And
0: and the the thing is, though... Is that if you did not have teenagers that needed to be picked up and mm-hmm. ran every place? Oh yeah, then like that, it would have been fine. It, yeah. yeah, it would have been no big deal. So if right. if you if it was your four, I mean, you could handle four and five year old. That's, right. You know. It,
1: well, but, it was funny. I was talking with um, one of my sisters about how tired I was, and I'm like, I just can't do this. I just, I just can't imagine being at this stage, at this age. Right. Okay. Or now, with
0: with. The responsibility what I'm saying. of having the three teenagers.
1: Yes. And um, like if we would have chosen to have more children after McKenna. Right. And, um, and so my sister just turned 30 and she has a six-year-old, a five-year-old. And um, my nephew is 15 months. So she's, she's got six, five, and one. And she says that she kept our niece and nephew a few weeks ago. For on a weekend or, or on a date night or whatever. She, but they had her kids to play with. So it was like a piece of cake. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, the novelty of having the little ones in the house wore off for my kids on Monday.
0: <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're done. It was It was cute until like... Tuesday morning. Yeah. It was kind of like the
0: veggie tales uh, from, was it Josh and the big ball? (laughs) Yeah. It was nice to meet you. Now now go go away.
1: away. (laughs) Right. So it was, (laughs) it was a lot on our whole family. And, um, and I cannot, I cannot fathom being in that stage of life. Now, like having the big kids and, and little kids. And I like my mom. Um, so there are eight years between me and my sister. And, um, and she thought she was done, but then when my sister turned ten, she had another baby, and she started all over again, in her mid thirties. Yeah, and I just can't fathom that. You, I know what you got to do. Well, yeah, but I don't want to do it, and so I don't got to <laughs> do it. I had I, I went to the doctor, made sure I didn't have to do that. Gotcha. Ever again.
0: All right. So, Billy Joel, tell us about it.
1: So, okay, um, McKenna is obsessed with billy joel yes currently um not is megan loves billy joel as well um and nine times out of ten when our girls get in the car they will turn on a billy joel song and um thank you apple music for having the essential billy joel Mm -hmm. that's the title of the playlist (laughs) the essential billy joel and um but McKenna announced um, towards the end of December, maybe early January, my goal for 2016 is to learn all the lyrics to as many Billy Joel songs as I can this year. That, that's her goal for the year. Okay?
0: okay. McKenna said that?
1: McKenna said that. All right. So we're mid-May. You know, well, roughly. It'll be mid-May by next week. And um, she's doing very well very well um some of her favorite songs are songs that you wouldn't think that would be an 11 year old's favorite songs mm-hmm. um and uh she loves the downeaster alexa she loves honesty um what's her other favorite one i don't know anyway there's another one that it, that's one of her top favorites. With also We Didn't Start the Fire. Mm-hmm. Now I remember when this song was released. I remember when it started playing on the radio. And if you know this song, you know it's a very wordy song. The lyrics are insane. And it's mostly just they're they're just names and events in time put together. There there really is no, you know, it's not like a sentence. It's it's just throwing names out there it's very wordy so the last three this is thursday so the last three mornings we've been in the car um there is like a 10 minute window between when megan and matthew get out of the car and when the doors open at mckenna school so that she can go in because they have a staggered start so her school starts an hour after theirs but there's like a 10 minute window before the doors open and she can go in and uh she hangs out in the cafeteria with her friends you know they just didn't have friend time so she is sitting in the car with my phone in her hand playing we didn't start the fire while reading the lyrics off and she's and she's going and i'm telling you by the end of next week she will have all of the lyrics to we didn't start the fire that's crazy i'm 37 and i don't know them all
0: just as long as she doesn't try (laughs) to do the lyrics to captain jack
1: (laughs) Yeah, I had to skip through that song the other day. Hello.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm going to have to like take that off the playlist or something. Something. I Yeah. Even, even I forwarded through the Captain Jack the other day. But, right. um, but yes, McKenna's in love with Billy Joel and um, listens to him all the time. Awesome. So he should know that his biggest fan right now is an 11-year-old.
0: All right, and the next one—this is another story for you to tell—is Matthew's name on the sign at school.
1: Okay, our high school has an electronic sign in front of the building
0: that has scrolling text.
1: Has scrolling text, so they have the weather, the time, the date, school events. That you know, like there's no school next Tuesday, and so it pops up, no school May seventeenth. You know all this stuff, but they also have like things announcements school announcements on there like okay our school has this thing called hip honor integrity and pride and the students can be what's the word nominated okay for these by teachers based on their their actions and things um matthew was it i think it's pride matthew got a pride pin they get a pin they get a certificate you know um, so Matthew got a pride pen um, a couple of weeks ago, and this is one of the things that scrolls on the sign. They, they put yeah. honor, and then they say, you know, their, their thing for honor, and, and, and then all of the students who have received that pen in that month scroll underneath, Right, and so they do that for honor and integrity and then pride. And so I was like, "Oh, I can't wait to see Matthew's name on the sign. I really can't." And uh, we were—I was driving through campus one day, and I, it was actually coming up because, okay, campus is busy. Yep. There are three schools on our. There are four schools on our campus, and constant traffic between sports and sco- constant traffic. So you can't really just stop and wait to see it. Right. But it happened to be coming up when I was driving by and we stopped and we saw it. But here's the thing. Matthew Ravenscraft does not fit on the screen all at one time. So you can see Matthew Ravens or Matthew Ravenscraft or ooh Ravenscraft, but you can't see the whole thing at the same time. Yeah. But Matthew's name's on the sign.
0: Yeah. He's so. he's pretty proud of that. I'm very proud of him. He's, he's been doing excellent. He is doing really excellent. well in school. Yeah. It's so funny because of all of our kids, we thought Matthew would be the one who would struggle the most. No. And he's right because now.
1: Because we started him a year early. Um, mm-hmm. We had the option to hold him in preschool another year or start him in kindergarten. And we decided to start him in kindergarten. And um, he did he did really well in preschool. He did really well in kindergarten. Um third grade we seriously thought about holding him back i think the teachers were suggesting it well hold on the teachers were suggesting it i was like i don't know is this what's best and we talked and we decided that we wanted to wait until he got to fourth grade where he actually got letter grades Yep. because they didn't do that in anything under fourth grade it's all satisfactory satisfactory progress you know, yeah.
0: give the get, give the kids some grades that tell him where he's at and watch him go. I, right. It's gamification. of And school.
1: so we, um, we did that and it's been on or off until this year and this he's really doing well. If Matthew, like he currently has, um, his lowest grade in world geography right now, mm-hmm. but it's not because he can't do the work. It's because he didn't do the work. Yeah. So, um, it's uh, he's doing very well. Yeah, he is
0: very proud of him. All of our kids, I'm very proud of them. In fact, we'll talk about Megan in just a moment. But it's okay. time for me to tell a story. Uh oh. Because it, if I don't, then it becomes the Stephanie Ravenscraft show, which That'd is be fine. Fi- it's perfectly fine. We yeah. could we could talk about that. But uh, anyway, the you <gasps> we know We could talk about that. We could talk about that. But we have been listening to Hamilton around here. I don't think you've listened to the whole thing straight through yet. Um, but No, it, but I still think I know all of it. I think you've heard every bit of it. There's no question about that. But we've be, been talking. It's like, wouldn't it be great to be able to go see Hamilton? We want to see him with the original cast. And so yesterday, I'm down here with Megan. She was doing her report here in my office. And I was posting something to Instagram, and I noticed that the Hamilton cast had posted an update on Instagram. And in the description, it says, hey, we just released brand new tickets on sale for November through January. And that message had just been posted 53 minutes before I saw it. And it says links in the bio. And I went up to the bio, clicked on the link. It took me to Ticketmaster. And they had. The, we're going to be in New York. We will be uh, on the 25th and the 26th. And they had dates: two o'clock and eight o'clock uh, for uh, showings for each of those days. Completely sold out. And then I started searching every single day, November through January. All of them completely sold out in 53 minutes. In 53 minutes, they sold out every single ticket. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, I was so frustrated, and then of course, what do I do? I'm sitting there looking at the resale tickets, right? You know, it's like, how much is this gonna be? And Megan's like, you, you and mom could go. I'm like, no, there's no way we're going to New York City, and you and your sister and your brother are gonna sit in a hotel room by yourselves while right. we're going to see them. That. That's not gonna happen. So I was looking, and of course, we would. You can't buy three tickets, you can't buy four tickets or even, or, well, you can buy four, but you can't, you can't buy- You can't an odd, buy an odd number. You can't buy an odd number of tickets. So uh, we, if we all five went, we would need to buy six tickets and then sell one of them, right? Well, I looked, for the two days that we're there, um, there's a block of six seats that are available, and if you take the the cost that they're charging for per ticket, Plus the "quote unquote" processing fee and the tax, twenty six thousand dollars to see Hamilton. Hold on,
1: hold on, which is more than it cost us to go to Europe for two weeks.
0: Yeah, we we went to Europe for two full weeks for twenty thousand. Right. And yeah,
1: you're just we're just gonna have to wait. Uh,
0: but but the thing is, there is no waiting to see the original cast. Though I know uh, the, it, it just doesn't seem like that's of time only yeah
1: <sighs> wait until they do the movie and hope they use the re- original cast here's the deal to do that
0: you know is there anybody listening to us that has anybody that has any i mean, don't i know about the lottery don't worry about that it it, it that that's not gonna do it. we we need something that's pretty much guaranteed that can be planned in advance but anybody knows anyone listening to cliff us right is now desperate I'm desperate to see Hamilton and in, even if it's not November 25th and 26th if it's sometime be- before November uh I Stephanie and I can you know jot up for a weekend you know maybe a Saturday or Sunday show cliff if, is desperate. do you know anybody if, if so email me email me cliff at uh gspn.tv is the easiest way yeah or cliffhdbodcastanswerman dot whichever one you can remember, it goes to the same place.
1: You poor dude. <laughs> I kind of feel bad for you. I
0: know. I so. Do you know? I've I've listened to the from beginning to end uh, since I started listening to it. At least from beginning to end, I've listened to it at least one to three times a week, every week since. Mm-hmm. It's on all the time. Yeah, I, it's
1: on all the time. And
0: every time I go for a bike right now, I I'm listening to Hamilton. That's what I listen to when I'm on a ride. You're crazy. And I'm getting ready to go on a hundred mile ride pretty soon. Maybe this weekend. Okay. Is, do we have anything going on this weekend?
1: I don't know. I have to look.
0: Okay. But anyway, if, if the weather holds out, I'd love to go for my first hundred mile bike ride and a hundred mile bike rides should allow me to hear Hamilton from beginning to end four times. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're such a dork. Yes. Which is what I mean. I'm not making fun of you for listening to Hamilton over and over again. Mm-hmm. I am currently listening to the same album over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. It's, it's on, here's the deal. It's not a story. So it's on shuffle. I listen to it. The only time I listen to it from beginning to end is when uh, Alexa plays it for me in the kitchen, in the bathroom, wherever. Yep. But when I'm listening to it in the car from my phone, it's on shuffle. So I know what it's like to listen to the same music over and over and over again. But I think part of my brain thinks that with something like Hamilton or, you know, we've gone through, I used to listen to um, Les Mis every night before I went to bed or as I was going to bed. Um, it's it's kind of like watching the same movie over and over and over again. You're just continually taking in the same content. Mm-hmm. But it's really enjoyable content.
0: It's very enjoyable. So,
1: I make fun of you, but I understand.
0: It's incredible. I, I, I I'm dying to see Hamilton. I know you are. All right. So Megan's a spoiled white rich kid, but she's still having a bad day. Tell us about this story. <laughs> this
1: was hilarious. Megan comes home from work on Monday night, and um, she she's had a rough night.
0: And for those of that don't know this, Megan works at Chipotle. She does.
1: And so she had to close on Monday night, so she gets off at like eleven, and um, we come home and she we're in the kitchen and she's telling us about her bed, her she had a really rough night, and um, she wasn't feeling great, and you know anyway, so she says they were really busy, and her line was dirty, she hadn't had time to clean the line, and uh, she's rolling a burrito for the daughter of a gentleman, you know, he and his daughter were there together and some sour cream gets on the foil. There was not sour cream in the burrito. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, the daughter did not order sour cream, but it was on the line because the line was dirty and it got on the foil. It was nowhere on the burrito. Okay. She offered to rewrite whatever. Um, to rewrap it, to remake it. And this guy, now this is Megan's account of the starts yelling at her and, and Dropping cussing at her F-bombs and saying everywhere. F and, and, um, she's apologizing. Her manager comes up, they're apologizing they're you know, and, and all of these things. So the guy behind this gentleman actually says something to him also, which is not appropriate to repeat here, but, um, he walks away. And so she goes, the guy who was the cussing. guy was yelling at her. Yeah. Yes. Walks away. And, and the she, guy
0: who was behind him, who said something was actually defending Megan saying yes. that guy was such a, yes. that, that's why we couldn't repeat. That's, but yeah. he, the guy behind says, what a, you know?
1: Yes. And, okay. and so Megan looks up to him and to the, the next guy in line and says, is this bowl yours? And he says, yes. And she makes it for him yes what he says the other guy comes back the original one who's yelling and cussing says, that was mine how you know and starts cussing at her more and and going off yeah and so megan is sitting at the kitchen table um, giving us the account of her evening and she's like you know he doesn't know what's going on in my life he doesn't know what's going on with me granted i'm a spoiled white, rich girl, and my life's not that bad, but I'm still having a bad day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It was hilarious. It was
1: hilarious, but here's what I love about that, is that our daughter knows and understands that she has a pretty cushy life. Yes. you know She gets that. She knows that there are people that have it worse off than she does. She understands that. But she also respects the fact that we all have the right to have a bad day. Exactly. And she said it you know, it got to the point where I was having a hard time having you know empathy or, or or sympathy for whatever was going on in his life that made him blow up at me. Right? Because clearly I was just the last straw, but that's not really a weight to put on my shoulders. I'm 16. Yeah. So anyway calm down people. It's just food.
0: I know. I love that though. <laughs> She's
1: like that, that was her. Those were her exact words.
0: I know I'm a spoiled white rich kid, but
1: I'm having a bad day. That's awesome. Well, which was, I know I'm a spoiled white rich kid and my life's not that bad.
0: And my life's that. Yes, yeah, she did say that in my life's not that bad,
1: but I'm having a bad day. Yeah. So anyway, I just, I, I love that our kids understand that. Um, I think a majority of the time we've, I think we've done a good job, and that a majority of the time, our kids are able to keep perspective on the fact that they have it. They have it really good.
0: Yep, they do. And we're very blessed to be yes, able to to provide some of those things for them. And in some ways, you know, it it I, I I'm a little concerned about how good they have it because you know I, they're in for a shock they're a little, a little bit yeah they're a little bit in for a shock i i know that i know that growing up and not having it as well as our kids have it taught me a lot of things and mm-hmm. and, and and stuff like that so but you know hey well, th- well th- things are what they are they we're are, not going yeah. to artificially right change our circumstances just so that they can learn those lessons yes but they're, well
1: but here's an here's an example, okay? One of Megan's best friends um, turned 16 the month before Megan. Last weekend, her parents bought her a car. Yeah. Okay, they went to the lot. It's not a brand I saw new the car. Picture. It's not a brand new car. It's It is a used car, but her parents bought it. It's on a car payment. The parents are paying for it. The daughter does not have a job, has no plans to get a job. Her parents bought her a car. Right. Okay. And part of Megan is very envious of that. Right. Okay. Because she won't stop talking about her car (laughs) because she's excited. And Megan's like, I get it. I get that. She's excited. I understand that she's excited, but, and and I want to share in that excitement, but you know, she has nowhere to drive to and she has a car, you know, I'm going to work. I'm going to all these places and and I don't have a car yet. And it's going to be a long time before I have a car. And, um, and she's, she says, I understand that I'm going to appreciate that car more because I'm buying it myself. Yep. Like she understands that, but that doesn't mean that she's not, you know.
0: And she's not going to have a car payment.
1: And she's not going to have a car payment. Yep. So Awesome. Yep.
0: Well, you and I have a special event that we are going to in Dallas, Texas in June. <laughs> What was that sigh for? That was a sigh.
1: Yep. That was
0: a heavy sigh. It was. Not interested? Are you not excited?
1: I just, I have so much going on right now. I can't think that far ahead. Okay. But Yeah.
0: Well, it's going to be exciting. Um, I. <laughs>
1: so says you. It
0: is. I'm positive. And.
1: I'm not sure what Ray's got me into, but hey. I'll go along with it.
0: So my friend Ray Edwards said, hey, Cliff, you know, given some conversations we've been having and and just following your journey and seeing where you're at and where you want to go. I'm absolutely convinced that something you should make it a point to do eventually is to go to unleashing the power within a a live Tony Robbins event.
1: I love that he says eventually and you were like, when's the next time he's doing it? so I can get there.
0: No, it, 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 he said, he said eventually. Yeah. And what I said to him was, you know, well, the first thing I asked, I said, well, let me ask you this. If I go to that event, do you think it would make sense that I would take Stephanie with you, with me? And he says, absolutely. See, he, I get dragged now, everywhere. He said, he said, no, if you go on your own, it's going to be perfectly fine. You're going to get the val- you're going to get the value out of it that you would. But what taking Stephanie will do for you is you guys will be on the same page. And that is...
1: The same book is the best that we can ask for. Well... You know that, right? This
0: is true. But at least it'll put us in the <laughs> same book. We are so
1: different. We're in, rarely ever in the same chapter. But
0: uh, you know what I'm saying. He's talking about the shared experience. I know. That the, there will be a reference point to this yeah. experience that we'll both have. It's not something like, oh, oh I... you know, we're I'm going to come back and I'm going to always refer back to the, you know, that kind of like you had in Colorado. Yes. You know, you had that event at the Stacy Eldridge. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: Captivating oh. retreat.
0: Exactly. And and that was an experience that you had. And obviously you came back and you talked about it for a very long time. You still bring it up every now and then. Uh, and and so you have that. And I wasn't there. And so I don't. Well, you I, couldn't be.
1: It was for well, women. Only. I <laughs>
0: But what I'm saying is is that there are so many things that you experience that you can't communicate all of it. Mm-hmm. And so while I can listen and I can hear, I don't fully grasp everything that you experienced that that was well, you that was an right. experience of a lifetime for you.
1: It was that that changed me.
0: It that's what I'm saying. This that was an event that changed you and I believe that this event is going to be an event I'm that surprised changed. the people
1: around me still put up with me after I came back. From, <laughs> Megan what? just texted me. I want biscuits and gravy and pizza and cake. Nice. <laughs> How like to have one? All three of those at this anyway.
0: Biscuits and gravy, pizza, pizza and, and cake. cake. That all sounds really good.
1: <laughs> what if we made a pizza with biscuits and gravy and had cake for dessert?
0: <laughs> no, let's not. Okay. All right, but anyway, I, I think this is. I, well, I'm I'm convinced that this is going to be an event that's going to radically change my life. I I believe that I'm going in prepared that that's going to happen. And I believe that by taking you, I think I believe it's, I'm fully convinced that it's going to do the
1: same for you. Yes. So my heavy sigh is that I am like, there are times when mentally I'm still adjusting to the first change from, from four years ago, from 2012. I'm still kind of, you know,
0: I think this getting
1: used to myself.
0: <laughs> I think this is not going to be a new change for you. I, th- I believe, I believe this is, is just going to expand on the change that's ha- okay. already taken place.
1: Okay. That, that I can probably think, but you keep talking the way you keep talking. I'm like,
0: <sighs> <laughs> no, this- I'm not
1: so sure I can handle such a, I would, I would call captivating a radical change for me. Yes. Um, I came home different. Yes, and I'm not sure I could handle that.
0: Yeah, I d- I don't think it's going to be a radical again. change in like a whole different direction. It's just going to
1: expand on it's, what I believe. I've already.
0: I believe it will expand. Exactly. I I believe like it, it's kind of like you were open to. It's like oh wow, there's this, mm-hmm. and it's like oh, and this is even bigger than I thought. You know, and and I think it's I, I think it's I, I and, and I've the reason why I know this is because I, I've been following Tony Evans or Tony Evans, Tony Robbins and his materials for a long time. I, I've, I've been I just know who the guy is. I know who he's impacted. And I'm personally in deep relationships with people whose lives have been personally right. changed as a result of either through his materials that he's had, his products or through in these live events. And I've heard not, here, here's the thing, when you get somebody who's at Tony Robbins' level of, of operating and influencing in, in people's lives, I mean, obviously everybody has their haters out there, and there's, there's no shortage of people out there that have some negative things to say about Tony. But here's what I can say, is that when you get at that level, in my circle of influence of people that I know, like, and trust, know, love, and trust, Uh, People like uh, Michael Hyatt, Dan Miller, uh, Ray Edwards, and some of these other folks that I highly esteem, their opinion on what they would say about other people's training materials and courses and conferences and stuff. These are guys that are going to tell me honestly what they think, and these are the ones who would. Maybe I mean, and and the the men that I just spoke of are are believers. They're Christians, and. You know, if, if they were really concerned about some of the teachings and stuff like that, they would really bring that out. But all of those guys who have been at, to these events have had nothing but incredibly awesome testimonies of of what they've experienced. So, yeah, I'm excited. We're yeah. I, So, oh, so Ray's like, yeah, absolutely. I think this will put, at least you guys will have this as this reference right. point together. And I'm like, oh, and so I told Ray, I said, okay, I've got a bunch of other things that I'm working on. Lots of transition here. I'll definitely consider that. And and I said I I I'll tell you what. I'm going to commit to praying about when would be the right time for me to do that. And we we got off the phone and he's like, "Oh, okay, cool." And he gave me some other books and some stuff to listen to as well. And and then after that call, a couple hours later, I'm like, Hmm, let me just look it up and see how much this thing costs And you know, just so I can have an idea to budget. And he suggested that we get the VIP tickets because you don't want to be so far back that you don't you're, you want to be at least in the middle of this thing so that mm-hmm. you can fully feel like a part of it. And uh so I went to go to the website, see how much the tickets were, and while I was on there I'm like I It was in June, and I looked up. It's like, okay, this is June in Dallas. It fit within my schedule. I asked you if it fits. And I'm like, I feel like I should not put this off. And, well, we signed up. And I got, I don't, did I tell you I got us first-class tickets? You did. Okay, good.
1: Which you've flown before, but I never have.
0: So we're going to fly first-class to Dallas Mm -hmm. and back, and us a nice hotel and we're going to go down to Dallas for I think it's a it's a three and a half day event and we're going to get there to the day before and leave the day after.
1: Right,
0: Tony Robbins.
1: I'm still scared.
0: Yeah. And
1: I'm like, well, here's the thing. I mean, I've, I've gone to. Um, well, I've, I've never been an attendee, but I, I've been at all of these different conferences before. Nothing like this. I know but specific conferences before. And I come, or while I'm there, I have all of these ideas and all of these things that I know that, that I know that I'm meant to do. Yep. But not right now.
0: Yeah, I understand that.
1: And I'm perfectly comfortable telling you, not right now. Now is not the time. Right. And um. And I know that, and I accept that, and and so I don't want to go and and come home and it all be lost because I'm going to still be doing what I'm called to do right now. Right. Does that make sense?
0: Yep. I, it okay. makes perfect sense. I totally understand that line of thinking. And I don't think that you'll, I I don't think that you'll come back and feel like, Oh, I, I just want to go take action. And I can't, I think what it'll do is I don't know what it'll do, but, but I'm convinced that I'm convinced that it's going to do some amazing things for both of us. Okay. Yeah.
1: Stop making that face at me. (laughs) That you that you I'm trying to convince somebody no, something. No, right? no. Yeah, it is.
0: That is it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> anyway, all right. State testing. Tell us about it.
1: Okay. Um. So this week is the is the testing window for Kentucky. So every child in Kentucky is doing state testing this week, from what I understand. Um. Started on Monday. Yesterday, I'm scrolling through my Facebook feed, which I love that you say I'm addicted to. Yeah, yeah. The other night we're watching TV, and right, it was while we were watching TV. Mm-hmm. And you what said you doing? I, I was scrolling through Facebook, which when you said I was addicted, I was very comfortable putting it down and putting it away, and I did not pull it back out. Thank you very much. How do you feel about that game that you play all the time?
0: I understand anyway. that I'm, I've been addicted to my phone and am addicted to my phone, but I have, I've made a conscious attempt okay. to. Put it down more often.
1: So yesterday I'm scrolling through. um, I was in a parking lot from one appointment to the next. Like I got finished with one and early to the next. And so I had some time and I'm scrolling and I see this post of school desks. Um, I think that the Today Show posted. I don't I don't remember where it posted from, but I shared it. Because it was a, it was a classroom of the desks where teachers had written in dry erase marker um, notes of encouragement to their students for the testing. Okay, and I just commented, knowing that my kid is you know doing testing today. Um, I really like this. There's a lot of pressure put on them to perform well for these because it doesn't reflect on the student; it reflects on the school. So they want everyone to do well so their grade goes up and they get you know. Um. And two teachers from our current elementary school both responded, um, commented, and one said that she does that. She writes it on the desk and that... um, as the day goes on and it wears, it's dry erase. So as it wipes off, the kids will get a dry erase marker and then they will write their own notes to themselves on the desk, which I really like.
0: Yeah, and see, I think that that's absolutely ludicrous because all I can think of is I'm a student, I'm going in and I set my arms on my desk and now I've got dry erase marker on my arm.
1: <laughs> Clearly you're not 10. So. Clearly I'm not 10. Right. Um. Anyway... The second teacher who commented was actually um, McKenna's language arts teacher. And she said that she did this on, on Monday. She sent home notes with each child and that I should ask McKenna about her about her note. I have to sneeze.
0: Bless you. There. Now you can continue to talk. Nope. Here comes. And
1: stop it. Oh, now my head's going to explode. You're evil and I'm going <laughs> to kick you with my big shoes um, when you're least expecting it too. So I have gotten. I I went to ask McKenna, although she was asleep. So I got it this morning, and um, and the, I love that they did that. I love that they did that. There's so much pressure put on these kids mm-hmm. for these tests, and and I I love that they are writing personal. And and I did see, you know, um, a little bit of it. I didn't get to read the whole thing, but I saw a little. It is a personalized note to McKenna about her as a student, and I just I love that. Yeah. That's all. That's awesome. So very cool. All, all right. Teachers should do that.
0: Getting ready to wrap up here, but I know that there are a couple people who have clicked play on this episode for no other reason than In the, the title, than the title that we have given this episode, which is good wife gone bad.
1: <laughs> and it's not me. And
0: it's not Stephanie. So we're sorry to burst her bubble.
1: <laughs> right. Cause I was never good to begin with.
0: <laughs> Stephanie has been watching the TV show, the good wife ever since the since they, the beginning and i started in season 2.
1: Yes you did. And we watched it together then from from then on. Um, i started watching it with Allison. Oh, did you? I did. We um we would text. There were a couple of times in season 1 where we actually spoke on the phone through the whole like we would watch it live and and talk while we were watching it. And um and i loved The Good Wife.
0: Yeah, i did too. I i it was one of my favorite shows to sit down and watch with you and I can tell you right now, I'm going to miss it. it it's kind of like I, I miss us watching Ally McBeal together.
1: <laughs> That's a great show. That was great.
0: <laughs> you know, watching a- Alias together. But mm-hmm. th- this show, The Good Wife, has been so incredibly written and well produced. And the stories Incredible are cast. a great cast. and And the stories are always so modern and up to date yeah. with what's going on in our society and our culture and and even the tech angle i've just it's just been awesome and they haven't had i can't think of any real lols in in the per, of the production of the show i, I can't remember of any times so like "Oh, that was kind of a weak episode right. i don't remember ever saying no. that no I've, I've i don't saw, i don't either and so the finales coming up we we get, we're getting caught up on a you know the episode we missed the week before because we had these hooligans in our home <laughs> And well, Actually,
1: we were three episodes behind and it wasn't their fault. OK,
0: well, I thought it was going to be fun to blame it on them. But thanks for clarifying that. Babe.
1: You're welcome. I just need I mean, we were pretty hard on the fact that it was like a I serious know. disruption, but that wasn't their fault. OK, fair enough.
0: So anyway, the thing is, we're getting so we get caught up and now it's time to sit down and watch the finale of yes. The Good Wife. And the first 40 minutes of the episode. Br- Fantastic. Brilliant. Brilliant!
1: Great!
0: It was awesome, and we're thinking, okay, the last th- ten minutes. What are they going to gonna do? And I'm thinking, okay, uh, and I'm not going to spoil anything, but I'm thinking, okay, there's going to, I think that maybe somebody's going to get crushed. Something, you know, that there's going to be this terrible accident. Something's got you know, to here. You know, there's going to be this happily ever after moment, or there's going to be this like, well, that's how it all fell apart. You know, there's all of this, right? And uh, and again, no spoiler, but all I can say is that the. Final five minutes of this episode were complete and uttered letdown.
1: I was like, Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That That's what you're gonna end with. Now and and I know that there's a video out there somewhere of the creators of the show actually um. Explaining the ending, which I have not yet watched.
0: We should see if we can find that.
1: Because I'm not over it yet.
0: Yeah. It, I haven't felt... There are
1: several shows that I have rewritten a series finale in my head. And I think this will be one of
0: them. Yeah. It, I mean, th- I haven't felt like this about a, a, a series finale since Lost.
1: And I didn't feel this about Lost. I was so...
0: I was okay with Lost. Lost.
1: I was fine with lost. I went that whole six I remember podcasting about that and that whole season six I was like it's their story to tell we just have to let yeah. them tell their story I felt like I didn't feel I felt like that was my story to tell <laughs> the good wife was my story to tell and they should have been telling my story yeah and um and they weren't they were telling their story and I didn't like it yeah so ah <sighs>
0: What a! Te- I mean, it was so anticlimactic. It was so. I think that's the problem. Yeah, just, I think that was the problem. It was it, anticlimactic. It was a cliffhanger, and and but it was, it wasn't even just a cliffhanger. It was just like, eh, it it ah, it was a letdown. I think they could have done us, a little bit more of a of a credit of giving us at least some hint or some indication of, a conclusion, and I feel like it was kind of like. Eh, yeah there, yeah there was Sorry. there was there was nothing there was nothing. good wife gone bad yeah yeah and now it's gone
1: now what are we gonna watch on sundays
0: i don't know i'm sure we'll find something i think we've got only a billion episodes of the flash and i the arrow i have
1: only like four episodes of flash okay. not a billion
0: we we're getting caught up on Maybe that three. i'm really enjoying the Flash. Uh, I'm not looking forward to jumping back into Arrow, to be honest with you. Uh, I'll watch it
1: without you if you want. No, I'll, Matthew, I'll, watch, it I'll watch it. But
0: okay. but I'm just saying it's right. Matthew's even said it, it hasn't it's been good. Not that great. So. And, you know, there's been a couple that are better than what we what we've seen so far in this most current season, but
1: eh. which is sad because I really like that show. He like, says Legends I don't, of Tomorrow is good. Yes, he does. He so says we'll that's have, great.
0: We'll so. get we'll jump into that. There is Supergirl, who we're way behind on. Yep. Uh, which has a Flash crossover in it. it
1: does. He's there.
0: And what else? We, we watch a lot of shows together that we're way behind on. We we gotta we sh- we should not even have some new Big Bangs again.
1: There's one. Even should be a new. We no, I think that was the finale. The one that's on our DVR. Is it? I think. If not, the finale's tonight.
0: Yeah. So anyway. So, so we'll
1: have time to get caught up because everything's coming to an end. Yeah.
0: So you, there's an episode of Family from the Heart next week. Is there one after that?
1: Um, no, I will be in Iowa.
0: So this, so next week is our final week. Yeah. So yeah. So our finale of this season of family from the heart is coming up next week and, <laughs> and we'll try to, we'll try to make sure.
1: We'll and try and it will be anticlimactic and be so let down. Yes.
0: <laughs> and we will, we will be the, the good family gone bad.
1: Sometimes I feel like my life is anticlimactic and everyone around me is so let down. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, well guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I don't I didn't play the music, but uh, we just want to say nah. thank you for for listening to us share about what's going on in our family, giving you a behind the scenes look into this family that's not so ordinary and not even wanting to be ordinary.
1: No, ordinary is boring. All right, exactly.
0: <laughs> so until next time, we encourage you to
1: live your life on purpose. Podcast and some